Welcome to Lambs to Lions. You're listening to the weekly podcast with Pastor Matt Funk. So, um, God said through the prophet Jeremiah, I will restore you to health and heal your wounds. Jeremiah 30, 17. King David said in Psalm 103, 2 to 5, Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. How many of your diseases? Thank you. Who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desires with horrible things, (laughs) with good things, so that your youth is renewed. How many need some renewed youth in this room? Come on. Well, believe it by faith and receive it like the eagles. Now, some people would argue that these promises from God will be fulfilled in heaven. And we know this is true, because according to Revelation 21.4, there's no sickness, no crying, and no death in heaven. However, can you say however? However. We need to understand the ministry of Jesus. First of all, Jesus taught us to pray, let your kingdom come, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Men, where do you live? On earth, right? Secondly, Jesus didn't hand out rain checks. A rain check is given to those who show up to watch a baseball game, but because of the weather, they hear, sorry, folks, there's no baseball today. Here's a rain check for your future game. Jesus never said, sorry, folks, no healing here on earth, but here's a rain check that you can hand in at the gates of heaven to receive your healing. The healing ministry that the Father declared, that's your first fill-in, in the Old Testament. Jesus demonstrated in the New Testament, and that continued through the disciples, shows us what we can do through the power of the Holy Spirit today. Today. God can use you today. God can heal you today. In Mark 5, we can see that Jesus is healing people. After Jesus sets the demon-possessed man free and heals him of all his mental health issues, there's a massive crowd that is following and pressing into Jesus. Strangely, only two people are going to receive miracles. One requests that Jesus comes to their house to extend his healing hands, and the other leaves their house to extend their hand to touch Jesus. One is 12 years old. The other has been suffering for 12 years. For those of you who are into numbers, I'll let you have fun with that. (laughs) Jesus is on the way to the house of Jairus so he can heal his daughter. As he is going, a daughter is on her way from her house to receive her healing. Jesus isn't looking for her, but she is looking for Jesus. And when she finds him, she reaches out and touches his clothes. Everybody was touching Jesus. But suddenly, one touch, can you say one touch, made Jesus stop and turn around. Jesus asked, who touched me? And the disciples observed that what was happening in the natural realm, not the spiritual realm. 
They see the frenzy of people pressing into Jesus, but they do not perceive the faithless touches from the crowd. And yet, Jesus knows that the touch of one person harnessed the healing power that was within him to go out of him. Let's talk about the woman who received the life-giving and life-changing power of Jesus in this historical account of the ministry of Jesus. We know that she had an issue with bleeding for 12 years, and we know that bleeding leads to loss of strength and energy, which probably meant she couldn't work and make much money, if any. In the Jewish culture, under the law, bleeding would have also made this woman unclean, so she wasn't allowed around people. So she might have been lonely, I imagine. She went to many doctors but suffered under their care and got worse and worse. She had spent all she had to get well, so that means she had nothing left. We also know that she heard about Jesus, and that made her approach Jesus with this thought. If I just touch his clothes, I will be healed. We know that even though she was weak and unclean, she pressed through the crowd and touched Jesus. Immediately, the bleeding stopped, and she felt that she was freed from her suffering. Now, after Jesus asks, who touched me? She kneels trembling with fear at his feet and explains what just happened. Jesus calls her daughter and clarifies that her faith has healed her. Then he sends her off in peace to live free of her suffering. This woman had to defeat, that's a fill-in, discouragement. She had to defeat discouragement by finding hope for healing in Jesus. 12 years of suffering and getting worse can take the wind out of anyone's sails. But are you willing to put your sail up to catch the wind of the Holy Spirit? Doctors are limited by natural abilities and knowledge. But our physician, Jesus, has unlimited supernatural abilities and knowledge. Doctors require funds. Jesus requires faith. There are poor people who can't afford medical care, but Jesus paid the price for us to have peace. We put our faith in the finished work of Christ, so there's nothing we can do to earn healing or forgiveness. This woman was healed, excuse me, this woman was healed by the healing power of Jesus, and that power continued even from the cross as Jesus was dying. Now listen to this incredible report found in Matthew 27. I just need to uh, get it myself here. This is powerful. I don't know if you've all heard this before. Maybe you have, maybe you haven't, but hear it again with fresh ears. It's uh, Matthew 27, verse 50. Let's scroll up here. And Jesus, and excuse me, and when Jesus had cried out in a loud voice, he gave up his spirit. Now listen to this. At that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook, the rocks split, and the tombs broke open. The bodies of many holy people who had died were raised to life. They came out of the tombs after Jesus' resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared to many people. When the centurion 
and those with him who were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and all that had happened, they were terrified and exclaimed, surely he was the son of God. What a powerful, powerful moment in history. And that power is still available today. Just consider the awesomeness of that power that was released from Jesus' death and resurrection. Now, there is a power that is now available to us, which can heal us and heal through us to the glory of God. Romans 8.11 says, And if the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of his Spirit who lives where? In you. Now, Acts 19, 11, 12 says this. God did extraordinary miracles through Paul so that even handkerchiefs and aprons that had touched him were taken to the sick and their illnesses were cured and the evil spirits left them. You see, that anointing that was on Jesus was on Paul. And even clothing had an anointing on it. And I wonder how many of us realize and I, it's okay if the number's zero because today's a good day to realize it. Because I admit, I don't usually think about it. When you put your clothes on this morning, did you think you're putting a Healy on? Did you think maybe somebody might touch you in the foyer and receive healing? Maybe, men, we need to start thinking that way. There is a spirit that lives in you, his name is the Holy Spirit. And he is the same spirit who reached out and touched that little girl at the end of this chapter. It's the same spirit. The same power that went out of Jesus is the Holy Spirit. And that spirit and that power is in you. It's he, not it, he is on you. Wow. I believe for every one of you, including myself, I'm just going to raise my hand, that we could move into a new dimension of healing in this house. Yeah. So let me just wrap up. Um, this woman had a simple thought to touch the clothes of Jesus, but her faith was simple and serious. I wonder sometimes if our faith is serious. There's nothing wrong with simple faith. You can come as a child, but I wonder how serious we really are about receiving a miracle or a miracle flowing through us, not to criticize anybody, just I wonder sometimes even about myself. She pressed past discouragement to receive deliverance. She pressed past people to press into his power. She couldn't get clean without Christ. She walked up with a problem and walked away with peace. Many people came to Jesus with fascination, but this woman came with faith. Many people walked away from that moment with a tale to tell, but that daughter left with a testimony. How are you going to leave church today? We're going to have great worship. We've had great worship. We're going to have great worship. The Spirit of God is here already. Pastor Matt's going to bring it in the Sunday service, and I know that. Um, let's just get our hearts ready to not only receive, but to be used of God. Now, we, of course, uh, I think most of you know in this room, if not every one of you, that we uh, believe in baptism, and we believe that baptism is a next step 
You know, you can say, Jesus, I want you in my heart. I want you in my life. Uh, you can do that anywhere. Anywhere. But getting baptized is not something, you know, you can't step in the shower and be baptized. Because being baptized is a public, it's really a public demonstration of what's happening here. So I want to encourage you, if there's anybody here who wants to be baptized and say this, Jesus, I'm leaving my old self behind. My ideas, my thoughts, my limited abilities, my limited knowledge, my limited funds. And I'm walking into a life with you with abundance. I'm walking away from addiction. I'm walking away from poverty mindset. I'm walking away from feeling useless or feeling like a loser. Those things do not belong to a child of God. They can stay in the water. So if there's any one of you that feels like, yeah, you know what, today I need to be baptized. You know we got towels. You know we've got clothes. And uh, yeah, if you feel led by the Holy Spirit, it's open. So we're going to end with a, a worship song. Pastor Matt will close things up after. But uh, here's the takeaway. Jesus has power for you right now. Can you say right now? And it's going to make you stand out in the crowd. Thank you for tuning in today and thank you for continuing to partner with us and for giving so generously to this ministry. If you would like to find out more about how you can partner with us, visit our website at www.wherepeoplematter.church and click the giving link. And don't forget to subscribe and share this with your friends. See you next time.